God is working whether you think he is or not. God is out there and he is working to save souls. All of the souls around you, God is pursuing. He is pursuing with his love and his might and his mercy and his justice. God is calling them and wooing them and romancing your colleagues because he loves them. This is the Money Minister Podcast. I bet you thought I'd be a man. My name is Catherine Vanderlaan, and I'm a financial coach and minister in training. I firmly believe that Christians shouldn't have money worries. This podcast is about keeping money in its place as a tool and not allowing it to rule your life. Welcome back to The Money Minister. We are continuing our little mini-series on being a Christian in the workplace because being able to be your true, authentic, growing, learning, loving Christian self in the workplace is about your relationship with God and about your money management and how much money you bring in. It is important for both of those things, money and ministry. So today's episode is primarily about being a Christian in the workplace and leading others to Christ while not getting fired. Oh, yes. All right. Let's start by really setting the scene here. You are Christian in a secular environment. Maybe you are in a large company that is definitely not Christian. Maybe you're in a small company that is not Christian and does not promote Christian values. If you're in a Christian company or you own your own business, this episode is not for you. This episode is for the people who are operating in companies that are not Christian. And if you're there, like I have been for years and years and years, if you are there, I feel you. I was the only Christian that I knew of in my office of hundreds of people in a company of over 5,000 people. I was the only Christian that I knew, and I felt alone. I felt judged. I felt hated. The company was super, super, super liberal. I didn't know why God brought me there, but I knew God brought me there for a purpose. So here I was trying to be my good Christian self, trying to listen to God, ask for God's provision, asking God why he brought me there and what my purpose was at that company. In doing that, I asked basically for Joseph's blessing. Please, you know, I prayed every morning and anyone could see me. bowed my head. I closed my eyes and I asked God, not out loud, not out loud unless the door was shut and I was in my own office. When we were in an open office, I did not pray out loud. I prayed silently, but I asked God to bless the work of my hands, bless the business and everything that I touched so that people would know that God was being glorified through my actions and people would be curious to know Jesus. Here's the perspective that I think is healthy for a Christian in a secular environment. This is not your home. Your home is heaven. This is not comfortable. It's not comfortable to be in a secular company. It is harrowing. It is heartbreaking seeing what's going on around you. And yet that is where God has you. God has you there as a guest. One of my favorite teachers and preachers, one of my favorite pastors, Brian Krogh at Mount Hope Christian Church, once set the scene and said, 
When you are out in the world, you are a guest in the world and you should behave like a guest. You should be polite. You should be kind. You should be exhibiting all the fruits of the spirit like you do anywhere. But behave as if you were a guest because you are a guest. You are a guest in that environment. And God is, people are expecting you to be a guest. Once people have invited you into their place and they consider you a friend or more than just a guest, well, then you can branch out a little bit. You can branch out and share a little bit more because you're in a little bit of a different environment. Okay, people expect you to share a little bit more. Once people are in your space, your space, well, your rules go. You can pray at the dinner table. You can share about Jesus Christ if they are in your space, that your home, basically, what you create. But every single time that you are in the workplace in a secular environment, you are a guest in their environment. Okay. So all of this, that's to set the scene so that you know how to lead others to Christ while not getting fired. <laughs> okay. So if you are in that situation, remember you are a guest. You are a guest in the workplace. So behave like a guest. That means not telling everybody that they're going to hell. That means not talking about Jesus unless it makes sense. It does not mean to not be bold. You should be bold, but don't be obnoxious. So here's an example. I was definitely a bold Christian in the workplace. I had verses on my desk, and when I had an office, they were on the walls. People knew that I was a Christian. Did I talk about Jesus much? No. Did they see me praying when I was by myself? Yes. Did I pray with other people when they didn't ask for it? No. Did I pray for somebody or say, I will pray for you? Occasionally. Not very often. Did people feel safe around me? Yes, because I was not stripping their safety away by shoving a belief system down their throat. I was understanding where they were, and I was meeting them where they were. Now, m many people in that workplace a few people and some of the most liberal people I've ever met in my life came to me. And I'm not equating liberalness with Christianity. I'm just trying to paint you a picture. I don't equate conservative politics with Christianity either. I am very much in the middle in a Tim Keller sort of way. So I believe that the poor should be taken care of, that we should not have abortion, that there should not be gay marriage because I don't believe that sacrament allows for the disobedience of a scripture. But I also believe that maybe there can be gay unions because I am not shoving my belief system down someone else's throat. And I do believe in racial justice. So I believe that all people are created equal. And I know that is in the political sphere, but also God said that. There is no difference between slave or free, Jew or Greek. There's no difference between a uh, man and woman in God's eyes, all are created equal to God. And so we should treat them all equal anyway. So I'm very much in the middle when it comes politically. So when I say liberal and conservative, I'm just painting you a American-centric picture. So that's all. So anyway, so this there's a woman who was super, super androgynous, definitely not a Christian. I'm pretty sure she was pagan in some way. And she came up to me one day 
and said, hey, I'm having a really hard time in my life. You've always created a safe place for me to be me, for me to explore and grow. And you've always cared for me and helped me when I needed it, even when I didn't ask. All of those things are Christian, by the way. All of those things are things that Christians should do. And that is how you be a good guest and Christian witness in the workplace. She came to me and said, can you pray for me? I have tried everything else, but can you pray for me? It's the one thing I haven't tried. And she explained to me her situation. She explained what was going on. And being a Christian, I said, yeah, close the door. Let's pray. (laughs) You know, I would love to help you. And I think my God, who is big and powerful, can help you. So we shut the door, we prayed, and she came to me the next week and said, I don't know if it was your God or if it was something else, but this thing is resolved. Now, now you and I know, if you are a Christian, you know that when somebody comes to you, they ask for your prayer, and then they come back and the thing is resolved, and they say, I don't know if it was God or something else. Well, God is working on their heart. God is trying to prove something. God is trying to show something. He's trying to show his might and his goodness and his love. And God is going to get through to that person. So I was super hopeful. I was very excited about it. And and she came back a few weeks later and said, there's something else going on. And I figured at this point, I'd come to you first. That's a big change, isn't it? And so something else came, you know, that something else she explained to me. And we talked about it. And then I said, my God is big and powerful. And he's bigger and more powerful than anything else. He can help you with it. Do you trust him? She said, no. She was honest. And I only, I love honesty, right? I just, I love honesty. And so she said, no. I said, okay, well, I do. And I think God is going to help you with this. And so we prayed about it. And I said, can you just commit to me that you're not going to try anything else to resolve this for a week? I would like you to see God working. And she said, oh, I can commit for like three or four days. And I said, okay, all right. God will help you. And I won't tell you what it is. It was something personal in her life. And she came back after three or four days and said, God helped me. I didn't do anything. I did absolutely nothing to resolve this issue. It was something, it was something with, um, with a roommate's job situation or her partner's job situation. And she said, I did absolutely nothing. And we were falling apart and everything was crumbling. And God helped me. Well, that is a far cry from I don't know what helped me or how this got resolved. But she came back and said, God helped me. And I'm starting to think that he might exist. Well, guys, if that is not a way to witness in the workplace, I don't know what is. God is working whether you think he is or not. God is out there and he is working to save souls. All of the souls around you, God is pursuing. He is pursuing with his love and his might and his mercy and his justice. God is calling them and wooing them and romancing your colleagues because he loves them. Be there. Be there. Be gentle. Be kind. Exhibit self-control. Be that person. So that when they look around and they're looking for something, something to help them in their lives, something, because they're coming to a crisis point, they know who to turn to. 
And if you are not there, if you're there and you are a Christian and people know that you're a Christian, you're being courageous, strong, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. If you are being bold, but not obnoxious, they'll come to you just like they came to Jesus. He was bold, but not obnoxious. He was helpful. He helped the hurting. He helped the people who needed help. He offered an olive branch, and not just an olive branch, but a healing touch. Help the people around you with what they have going on in their lives. Help the people around you like Jesus does, and you will be the witness that Jesus wants you to be. So go, be a good worker, do your job well, provide emotional support, provide all the love that Jesus would provide, and people will come to you when they are at a crisis point. People will come to you when they need God and they don't know how else to find him. That, my friends, is how you be, I got really emotional there. That, my friends, is how you are become a Christian in the workplace, how you lead others to Christ while not getting fired. Who's going to fire you if people are coming to you for prayer and support, well, that's religious discrimination. <laughs> so if you are not shoving religion down their throats, if you are not shoving your belief system down their throats because you can't help yourself, if you're not being obnoxious when you are a guest in their environment, they're not going to fire you. You can be religious. I hate using that word religious because it means so many things that are not Christian. You can be a follower of Jesus Christ and not get fired. You can be a bold follower of Jesus Christ and lead others to Christ in the workplace by being gentle and humble and seeking justice and loving mercy and walking humbly with your God. Do those things. Okay. I think that's it for today. It's a short episode. I've given you a couple of, or one example anyway. If you need more help, this is part of career coaching for Christians. This is part of it because it's important for you to know how to live your faith in the workplace so you can excel while being your authentic, true, growing, loving, Jesus-following self. Contact me if you need some help. My Contact information is in the description of the podcast. And if you can't find it, go to saverstreet.com. This is part of Christian Career Coaching. I would love to help you. Okay, now go forth, make disciples of all nations. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Money Minister Podcast. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.